When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, we have an interesting one. Yeah. We're going straight for the jugular. Yeah. I like this one because I think sometimes... Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do? Guys, <laughs> leave me alone. It kind of felt like... Jugular. Do you know what? Controversial kind of opinion. Um, Sometimes I feel like the toxic foods are a little bit soft. Same. So and this, this is, one, I'm like... This is you toxic. know what? Fair enough. I like... The more toxic, the better for me. Because <laughs> I, I want us to have thought-provoking conversations yeah, yeah. and not just on the surface stuff. No, that's and this true. is a real thought that a lot of us Akron relate to this. Mm. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> I told you, this episode, we're dragging <laughs> you by your collar. Good morning, our listeners and my work colleagues. Our loyal listeners (laughs) and your work colleagues. I went for work drinks yesterday and basically I've discovered that everybody knows about the podcast. It's out. I I even feel like a porn star. I feel like I had like a deep, dark secret. Your nudes have... (laughs) (laughs) It's very exposing. It's very exposing. But good morning to you all. Hi. They're probably listening like across the room from you. I'm looking at you like, oh my god! <laughs> it's true when I see them, they probably thought, "Oh, poor thing, she had a tough." Yeah, she had a tough. You know, times there's probably been times people are like, "You're right today." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah. fine." <laughs> Not knowing, they've heard you pull your heart out. On the <laughs> it's true. Wow, very exposing. How's it? Go- <gasps> what? Do you know what? what? I think. How can I tell you? I think I saw Chipmunk today. <laughs> my friend, yeah. my long. <laughs> Do you know, a guy, a guy drove past in a, 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 in a Range Rover and I was like, I think that's Chipmunk. You know what? Yeah. I can't. I should be like, I'm Fonless Friend. I'm Fonless Friend. You would be like, yo, my yeah. girlfriend way back. He would have yeah. stopped. I really think it was him, you know. Might have given you a cheeky lift. Yeah. <laughs> that's my boy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I pray to God there's not one day that we're in the same room, you know. So awkward. I, so I will remind him. Like, MSN, ladystar at hotmail.co.uk. You don't remember me. That reminds me. A couple of weeks ago, we saw Chris Eubank. Wait, who was that again? Boxer? Yeah. And now he wears like really funny shoes and tight trousers. Yes, I know this person. Sorry. I'm really bad with like um, picturing people. He was in Brixton and (laughs) I must think I'm his mate. I actually felt bad afterwards. Those guys were like, oh my God, that's Chris Eubank because he's in, um, he was in a convertible and the roof was down. Yeah. And I said, Chris! (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, he gave us a Queen's wave. (laughs) From behind, it was really funny. See, celebs is so funny. I said, Chris. <laughs> After it came out, Mama, I was like, "Who's there?" Yeah. You know that time we went to um, old school Sundays, and I was like, "Yes." And then he, he said, like, "You're right." Yeah. And no, I was he didn't like, say you're right. He said, "Yeah." Oh, so yeah. And you were just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah." <laughs> you called his name like you have yes. something to say. I have nothing to say. Do you know? Do you know I think it just threw me off. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yes. Yeah. You probably don't just looked even, at each other. Even at the time, his last album he done was fantastic, but I don't even listen to it. So yeah, and it's, it's 
that's the thing, actually. I guess we're a bit <laughs> stush because I was going to say it's too fine, girlies. Be like, I love your music, but yeah. it's just because Brits are stush. Because why is that bad? Yeah, He's famous. Stush. And do you know what it is? I think a lot of the events we actually go to, they're kind of like too handshake away. It? Yeah, yeah, it's too accessible for me to so be like, love you. Yeah. yeah. I think I need to work through that because obviously we, we all go to like a lot of industry stuff now. Mm. And I always find myself in an awkward position where I'm like, I'm a fan of somebody, but I don't know how to say it without yeah. being fangirly. Yeah. So, so once in a while, I've got it right a couple of times where I'm just like, I love your thing, by the way. Like whatever it is that they do. Mm. Your music is amazing, by the way. Like just something. So light. Light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the time I end up looking like a stush babe that thinks they're too nice because I'm kind of looking at them. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say, if anything. Yeah. To be fair, if they give me friendly energy, me I'll be friendly. Mm. But it's, it's all on them. It's, it's all on them. Do you remember one time he saw? I was actually really sad. I don't know what was wrong with me, but um, we saw Emily Sunday in the kebab shop. Yes, Turkish. I remember, remember that. And we were all just sitting there like, hmm. <laughs> but who got a picture? Did you get a picture with her? Of course you. Yeah, he got a picture. Got and a somebody picture. else got a picture. And I, I didn't. I and I'm a biggest fan. Yeah, you're, you're the only one that actually probably <laughs> listened to her music yeah. there. Oh, stushness. Stushness, stushness. Stoosh. Too stoosh for your own How age. are you? Terrible. <laughs> Keep it, keep it real. real. Uh, keep it real. Okay. Terrible. Terrible. But maybe there's not even a bar. I'm terrible. Yeah. I think, no, 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 there is a bar. I'm really proud of myself yeah. because I'm taking all bad things in good stride. Mm. Like, I feel, is that the saying? Because I'm really bad at saying Um, In good stride. Yeah, good. You, you know think. what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm really bad at saying Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm taking it in my stride, maybe is what I mean. In your stride. Yeah. I'm being really positive about the horrific things mm-hmm. that are trying to happen to me. I'm in a phase at the moment. Like, I feel like so many good things have happened to me over the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had mad blessings just landing on my door. I'm very happy about that. But I genuinely... On your lap. On your lap. At, at my door? At your door? At my door. I said on my door. Oh. At my door. Okay, cool. Or on my lap. <laughs> on my lap. Yeah. Okay, Messies. cool. I'll okay, go cool. with on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I've been really thank- thankful, but... It won't be a week later that I genuinely, 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 with everything in me, believe the devil tries me. Mm. It is the the devil coming, knocking, being like, no, 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 no. Don't you dare (laughs) celebrate that breath lesson. Don't you dare smile. Frown. You better cry even. And just send something mad to counteract Mm. and to try and make me forget my blessings. So I'm trying to be positive about madness that comes knocking on my door Mm -hmm. and send the devil packing and saying, do you know what? I'm going to keep the faith. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to rebuke things that are not my portion. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to remind myself that there is a God that that I most certainly believe has a plan. Mm-hmm. And they always say that, isn't it? Like, it's it's when you're in your highest strengths, when you're closer to God, that you're being, you end up being tried. Tested, yeah, so yeah. So I should see it as a good thing that I'm, I'm aligning myself with God. So the devil is trying to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I I hear you. And I think sometimes in these moments, it's good to kind of strip back and actually think about things that you're you're grateful for. 100%. Yeah. Um, Because you you can lose sight. Yeah. Something as big as, you know, bad news comes your way. It's like everything's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you take a step back and actually look around, there's so many things to be thankful for. 100%. And I guess sometimes that's just the, the waves of life sometimes. You know, definitely things are great. This, then it takes. I think this is particularly sum- unique though, because yeah. you know, usually waves like the wave crashes before a new mm-hmm. one comes. This wave doesn't crash. <laughs> like it, it would literally be the day after. Yeah, something good happens. I don't mind waves of life. I'm a big believer in it. Like mm-hmm. even when I'm having a high moment, I'm always thankful, and I say, 
God, remind me when I'm ha- having a low of this moment, yes, of yeah, this yeah, feeling. Yeah. But when it's two seconds it's, later, yes. it's like you win the lottery and then you get hit man. by a car as you're leaving, <laughs> cashing in the, leaving, cashing in the check. It's like, <laughs> wow, give me a second. Yeah. Let me spend the lottery money first. At least one pound of it. Um, so yeah, no. The devil's I, trying The you. devil's trying me. But yeah, keeping in good spirits as yeah. best as I can. No, I'm proud of keeping you, man. Faith. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. <sighs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't actually feel warm. I feel I like I'm even going with bad vibes as well. I'm, I'm just hanging, man. <laughs> I don't forget you're hanging. I'm probably hanging. You look quite fresh. No, thank you. It's the concealer. Um, <laughs> I'm just hanging. Oh, sorry. Hope it was I worth it. Too much proseccos. I feel like I had like seven or eight. If I could read your messages out on this pod that you were sending me yesterday. Really? Unbelievable. Did you scroll through the No, chat? I haven't. No. Unbelievable. <laughs> but it's terrible. You're just talking nonsense. Oh. And you also weren't saying anything. Like, yesterday, I realized that I must know you because you might say like dump truck. Yeah. And you actually mean door. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's talking about the door. <laughs> I was really able to decipher your madness. It was so unbelievable. I'm just hanging. Oh, Honestly, I feel like I'm not even really present. Oh no. I'm so tired behind my eyes. And my room is so bright. So I've like oh. woken me up at like seven in the morning. Oh, the worst. I know, I hate Happens it. Although it's actually nice. Like I love bright When you're hungover. Yeah. yeah, when you're hanging, it's like, oh. Shut the light up. Please, yeah. yeah. But um, no, I'm literally just hanging. I think that's, that literally concludes how I feel. Um, yeah, I'm hanging. Chug um, your water. Yeah. It's quite late and you're still, well, to be fair, hangovers be like I know. That. Could last all day. Do you know what I could do with those prawns we had? Prawns, prawns, Last prawns, week, prawns. Prawns. <gasps> me and Fala went to a banging restaurant. That would go down <laughs> a damn treat right now. Last week, Ooh. do you want to tell the people about it? Yeah, let's do it. We went to a black-owned restaurant, another black-owned restaurant, Congolese, Congolese fusion, African fusion. Mm. It's called Brazza in Brixton, Brixton, Brixton Pop, Brixton Pop. Yeah, yeah. My oh my. <laughs> The flavors. Everything was just the flavors. Hitting. I couldn't believe, like, you know, when you're served plantain, mm. you just think you're just gonna get plantain, right? Yeah. But that plantain had seasoning yes. that made it yep. not your regular yes. plantain. Like it wasn't just plantain, it was nice. From you can serve me plantain that is extra special, mm. you've won my heart. Remember we get some digging, it's like one more, one yeah, more. Yeah. And we slapping each other's hands like first. stop it. Yeah. And we all we said two each, two each. Two and then each. someone went for a third, was like, Oh, you're gonna finish it before the rest of the food comes. It was so nice though. So what did we we cause we had um We had a seafood platter, so it was two yeah. lobster tails. Um, that was really, really nice in the, the sauce. The pilly, pilly prawns. Everything was just seasoned. Seasoned to perfection. Perfection. And it, it hit. Hit, and everything. Yeah. Do you know what sometimes um, I've noticed when you go to like a particular cuisine, everything tastes the same. Yeah. The same. But everything no, tastes everything different. Tastes different. That's yeah. so true. They yeah. eat, a lot of times that everything's nice, like God forgive me, suya and lobster, as nice as it is, mm. everything kind of does tastes the same, same seasoning. Yeah, yeah. But no, 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 yeah. Abrezzo. It was really banging. And my test that I always use is... Sorry, Bianca's face on me. Oh. <laughs> my test that I always use is mac and cheese. Oh, I forgot about the mac and cheese. If mac and, if yeah, your mac and yeah, cheese yeah, hits, yeah. you can cook. Because mac and cheese is something that most people just can't yeah, make very yeah, well. Like, yeah. it tastes milky. It tastes like nothing. The mac and cheese was 
seasoned to perfection. Yeah, yes, it's again. Slap. The prawns were spicy, prawns were really nice. Really nice. The well. okra fries, the okra fries, amazing. I'm obsessed with okra. I don't know if I've said this on the pod. Oh, I thought he was gonna say, "Have you told me?" I feel like, yes, I no, know. I've told you. <laughs> In general, yeah. Oh God, this girl saying SOS. Girl, I'm recording. Sorry. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Okra, okra. My yeah. obsession with okra. I'm not joking. I eat okra twice a day. <laughs> yeah, really? I'm obsessed with that's, that's right. Could turn into one. Sometimes, if, <laughs> sometimes I have it like if I'm watching a film, what? I have it as popcorn <laughs> instead of For popcorn. I have some okra. It's so nice. So yeah, when I saw okra fries on the menu, oh my god, yeah. was, my day was made. The food was banging. Yeah, the wings um, were good. Do you know what? Everything was. Good. Everything was really nice. So what do we we got the we got the prawns, we got the uh, okra fries, yeah, wings, yeah, mac and cheese, lobsters, lobster. The rice cocktails, even bang. The rice was nice. I don't Everything. The cocktails. cocktails. <laughs> yeah, I do you remember that? So they have like, we. I had like, um, I think it was a martini. Could, yeah. Oh, you got that, martini? I, I don't remember what flavor the martini was. It might have been like a strawberry martini. I'm not sure. But it was mm. really nice. It had like edible flowers in it. It was pretty. Mm. And then we started going for the punches. They have yeah. their own twist on a rum punch. Yeah. And oh, and the, what made the rum punch so nice was like they use fresh juices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was it's almost quite pureed. Yeah, 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 it tasted like I was having a smoothie. Mm. Kick. <laughs> no, it was really nice, really, really nice. So yeah, go and support guys. It's called Brazza in Brixton. Uh, it's in Pop. It's a young black bay. Yeah, who owns the restaurant. She's really nice. Um, Lovely. And the vibe was just nice because it was a Saturday. Yeah. Weather was quite nice. I'll definitely be visiting there again this summer. 100%. 100%. That's for sure. So yeah, it's a perfect spot for summer. And I'm surprised because you know with pop, yeah, most places they make like chips. Because mm. it's pop, in it? It's supposed yeah, to be yeah. kind of in and out. It's hard to find food that is like proper homey food yeah, yeah, or like wholesome food that's cooked really well. So I was so surprised that they managed to achieve that in like quite a small Yeah, the small space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well done to you Yeah, guys. no, definitely go. Go on. Mm, I want that. It. I want it. Yeah. I could kill for those prawns again. Ah. The lobster tail. The sauce. Yeah, the sauce. And that's, <laughs> that's what really impressed me actually because like you said, how everything tasted different. Yeah. I expected the lobster tails and the prawns to taste the same. Really? Oh yeah, that makes sense. It was sense. completely yeah, yeah. different. It was sweet even. Yes. Yeah, the lobster thing. That sauce. Mm. Oh, I should have had. I was. We were too full by the end, so we couldn't even finish our food. But yeah. I really wish I tried the lobster sauce with some rice. <laughs> that was one of the regrets. You that kept I left going. With. We were like, know, yeah, we you guys were, like, we're done. Also, the brim, I was like, it's still- I still got room. I regret it. Though. Yeah, I had to put my crease shirt on to cover my oh, pop belly yeah. <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, go support. Go support. Yeah, go and support. Black-owned business and their man, and the fact that she's young, she's she's literally. Um, she quit her job. She used to be a teacher. Yeah. She quit her job to open a restaurant. Amazing. And is, has clearly chosen the right path because the food is banging. Mm-hmm. So go and support, guys. And, and chop, Always not just support. support, chop well, chop life. Like, yeah. You're going to fill up your belly with nice food. It's not just about supporting. Mm-hmm. Make it your Saturday motive. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit skeptical with like these, you know, TikTokers and stuff. You see nice videos and stuff. But no, this is actually genuinely It was genuinely bangs, nice. Like, yeah. really, really <laughs> it was really nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm a foodie, so I wouldn't lie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how are you? You said how you are. You're oh, hungover. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging. You want the prawns? I want the prawns. Well, we'll see what we can and do. I'm wings. still looking for like a fishmonger who can just sell me fresh seafood. Mm. I want fresh seafood every single weekend. Every blessed weekend. That would be a vibe, I want though. crab. That's what we used to do in my house growing yeah. up. My parents would go to Billings. Morrison's. Morrison's had crab the other day crab. when I went. 
Morrison's had a crab. Yeah, they had a crab. Was it good though? Because it was a like, whole big crab. Okay. Yeah. Trust Morrison's. I need to go there. Guys, I'll tell you about Morrison's another day. I'm, I'm saving it. My mum actually would slap me if I bought crab from Morrison's. Really? Because she buys not. Where does she get it from? Yeah, yeah. Ask her. I need to ask her. Because <laughs> it can't just be billions get. That's what they, where they used to grow growing up. But there's no way my mum's going to get Anyway. Yum, yum, yum. Should we get into toxic thoughts? Let's do it. This week, we have an interesting one. Yeah. We're going straight for the jugular. Yeah. I like this one because I think sometimes... Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Guys, leave me alone. Coming it kind of felt like, jugular. do you know what? Controversial kind of opinion. Um, Sometimes I feel like the toxic thoughts are a little bit soft. Same. So and this, this is, one, I'm like, this is you toxic. know what? Fair enough. I like, the more toxic, the better for me. <laughs> Because I, I want us to have thought-provoking conversations yeah, yeah. and not just on the surface stuff. No, and this true. is a real thought that a lot of us Akram relate to this. Mm. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> I told you, this episode, we're dragging <laughs> you by your collar. Sorry. No, I'm joking. Okay, so let's let's do this. Hi, girls. First of all, <coughs> sorry. Let me start again. Because <laughs> the English is a bit... Okay. Hi, girls. First of all, I listen to a lot of podcasts and you're the first podcast I can say I've started listening to from the beginning. And I can't wait for you guys to have a live show. Ah. Oh, bless her. Okay, sorry. I just took in how sweet that was. Um, I've debated whether to submit my toxic thought as I don't want to offend anyone, but I think it will be a good talking point. Here it goes. My toxic thought is that mixed race people should not be categorized or identified as black but should identify as exactly what they are. And she's listed reasons that she thinks this. One, they have experiences that most black people don't experience. Two, they erase black people, especially black women, as they become the face of blackness and become the tolerable black. Three, there are sections of their identity that they are ignoring by identifying as black. Four, Blackness needs to be more exclusive because right now everyone is invited to the barbecue <laughs> and claims black. But when ish hits the fan, there's no one but unambiguous black women doing the work. Um, I'm guessing she means like non-racially ambiguous. Cool. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that there is some nuance to the argument as some mixed people are black presenting and are seen as and treated as black. Until they can pull out the I have a non-black parent card, which black people don't have the privilege of using. Even those mixed people who lean more towards white in appearance don't identify as and aren't categorized as white because whiteness is so exclusive and that's how blackness should be. Power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, as our mixed race... This is me gonna, <laughs> I'm going to be interviewing you. As a representative for the mixed race people. <laughs> I do not, by the way. How, are you, how do you feel about this? Do you... <laughs> you should be able to identify as black <laughs> do you feel you're neglecting a side of your identity and oh identifying my do you know what on the way here I was because I obviously I was aware of the toxic four and we, when we first opened it mm. we started talking about it straight yeah, away yeah, it was yeah. like less weight um for, <coughs> oh my god imagine that cough came back um we were like let's save it so yeah I wrote in my notes some things that come to mind okay um it's very interesting. I mean, it's so interesting. Yeah. And I think for a long time, I never actually really, and I know a lot of people say this, I'm not really, this sounds really funny. I don't think about my mixed raceness. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm mixed race. Yeah. 
But I'm never like, oh, I'm half white. I'm half black. Yeah. Throughout my day to day. Yeah. Um, there was a period where I feel like I was, um, I say I'm black. Mm. I'm just black. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe the more I was kind of aware of colorism. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm mixed race. Yeah. So yeah. I think in terms of like, me identifying with blackness and stuff, I feel very much black. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe later on, I'll, I'll, I will explain why. Mm. Um, but in terms of when colorism is considered, I'm like, oh, I'm not a black woman. Yeah, so yeah. I rather stay out of that pot because I can't relate to the things that you experience. Yes. But yeah, from, from thinking about it and actually thinking about it properly, I don't think anybody has the right to, to say what someone identifies as. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I okay. D- you know, I also feel like there's, I feel like with mixed raceness and stuff, like so many white people and black people have conversations about this, but don't actually, where's mixed race people talking about this? What do you mean? In terms of, I feel like a lot of white people treat mixed race people like they're black. Yes. And then a lot of black people either say, oh, you're not black or you are black. To mixed race people, but mixed race people don't have a view on how they should. Yeah, I feel like we. Yeah, it feels like we're often labelled, and rather than you being able to label yourself, we're labelled. You're labelled by the people. Yes. Okay. That's how it feels. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That that's how I feel. That my whole. I, it's very often, um, people think I'm black. Yeah. I've had it so many times where I'm like, my mom's white. Yeah. And they're like, your mom's white. I always thought you were black. Yeah. And I don't walk around saying, oh. Edison, Bawani. Like, I don't, yeah, like, I'm not like, well, I got, like, I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily do, yeah, I don't know. Like, do I, I think, do things that are, I think, it, that imply I'm black? I think there's a problematic nature to the way that people label people. Blackness, mm. a lot of people associate the way that you speak with your race, mm-hmm. blackness, mm-hmm. the people that you hang out with, the kind of things that you're interested in. That's why you have white boys out here saying, oh, I'm, I should be black, man. And yeah, they'll be, yeah, they'll be yeah, doing yeah. Zonto or whatever else mm. because they grew up around black people. Um, so I think culture and identity, this is why I've been saying I want to study diaspora. Because <laughs> it's very interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, you but should. Culture, identity, um, and, and race or ethnicity, should I say, mm. have all become one big melting pot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense that you are somebody who presents as black in your appearance into some mm. and associates themselves with things that people would societally say are black, quote black, unquote. Yeah. People think you're black. But I, I, you, I think you make an interesting point about, oh, you shouldn't be labeled by other people. You should be able to identify what you mm. want to. I think that's true. But I also think, is it though? Because... I agree with some of the stuff that she's saying of like, I take issue personally, mm-hmm. specifically with this issue of um, mixed race and light skin people becoming the face of blackness, mm-hmm. like tolerable black. Mm-hmm. I think that's very much a thing mm-hmm. in media. Like, God forgive me, but Zendaya, Zendaya? Yeah. It's representation yeah. for, for of us, course. apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel even yeah, 1% yeah, yeah. close to Zendaya in, in any way, but people were so desperate for validation in the media that she represents she is she is mm. it and she's enough because she is the tolerable black mm. um so and and I, I also think that I agree that I think it's dangerous for mixed race people 
in some ways mm. to say they're black because it's such a hard one, yeah, because it feels like we're really um, segregating ourselves yeah, and create yeah. divide, creating yeah. divides amongst each other that are so unnecessary. Mm. But I think similarly to what we discussed on the colorism episode, it's like, unfortunately, the environment that we live in means that we do have things that we're trying to to revolutionize and to mm. work and to fight against. Mm-hmm. And in order to fight against the oppression that the system has put on us, being brown, brown people bagging and um, racism, colorism, we must acknowledge the differences that we mm. have. In an ideal world, we wouldn't have to. We're super excited because, as you know, episode 22, we were talking about all of the strifes, how difficult, ghetto. <laughs> honestly, how difficult <laughs> women's health is uh, and the wild options that are out there for us that are just really violent. So, I mean, we're really happy because we're working with a super cool company now um, that's actually trying to do the opposite. They're trying to make really innovative products that will help us make our periods just a lot less painful and a lot less difficult. Um, so they've got super, super cool products. Like they've got like a CBD infused tampon. Wow. Have you ever heard of that before? Honestly, literally never. <laughs> no, never. And when I heard of it, I was blown away because it's yeah. lit. Like uh, I'm I'm here for CBD personally. That's the legal. That's the legal <laughs> side to weed, guys. Um, but yeah, once you use them, it, it just helps with cramping quite a lot. So people use CBD for pain relief in like loads of different products. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't like tampons, they also have like a, a balm you can rub on your stomach mm, um, if you experience cramping. So sick. Or they have like the regular schmigler pads that you can use as well and tampons, which are amazing. Yeah, no, it's super, super Really cool. good. And their products are organic. Um, I know organic tampons are really a thing at the moment um, because we know that the, the other stuff is is ruining the world, all of the synthetic stuff. Um, but their tampons tampons are completely organic. They they also have like a sleeve on them mm. that means that you don't get any like residue, like little pieces of cotton up, Amazing. up, up, up stuck up there. Yeah, it's really crazy. Um, and my favorite thing about it, sorry, with the tampon specifically, is that. Uh, the packaging is flushable So with the applicator You can literally That's flush convenient. it down the toilet And the the um, the packaging, sorry And it, just, it dissolves in water So you're still saving the planet And you don't have to have any of that awkwardness of You know when there's not a bin in the toilet I hate that And you're like, oh my god I need <laughs> yeah. to take my applicator And stuff it somewhere And it's in your bag for, for a few hours maybe It's disgusting So yeah, you can literally flush it all It's, it's amazing Tell them about the code Guys, okay, sorry, yeah. I'm literally just telling you about we this. Get, product. Get, let's get to so them. we you can get a discount with us, guys. Oh, sorry, it's also worth mentioning. They really have they have some really cool tablets. Um, so they're probiotic tablets that you can take and they help with like gut health and, and to, to fight thing against things like BV. And thrush. And thrush. And if you've had thrush before, you know, <laughs> you know how much we need it. Thrush it's the no ghetto. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> so we have got a discount for you guys. So um you can get all of these amazing products with fifth. 15% Fence. off on us. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so the code is WAIT15. It's W-A-I-T 15. And the website is your day. So yourday.com. It's Y-O-U-R-D-A-Y-E.com. Um, so yeah, once you've got a few things in the basket, literally put in our discount code WAIT15 at the end and you'll see a drop by 15%. Um, yeah, and some of their, their products are like subscriptions. Some of them, well, obviously you can cancel anytime. Some of them you can just buy it one off. Um, but give them And you can make up your own box as well. That, yeah, good you mentioned that actually. You can make up your own box with the tampons. So you can literally choose like three super sizes, one medium, two CBD, um, one with applicator, one without and, and make your own Amazing. box. Amazing. It's really cool, yeah. So yeah, hopefully um, painful periods are a thing of the past. 
Amen. The support of Jay. Amen. And you're saving the planet. Amen. Literally. When we. Woo. So yeah, 15% of It's losses, your money guys. off. Let us know what you think when you try it. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll obviously drop all of the details uh, on our socials too. And guys, just to let you know, day products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or prevent any disease. Yeah, when she said, when she, sorry, when she spoke about, let me just get a thought. When she said about mixed race people becoming the face of blackness, mm-hmm. I feel like let's bear in mind that, that that's media. I feel like, and that, that, that also concerns kind of like colorism as well. Yeah. So I feel like, is there any harm? This is this is just I was just thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any harm in somebody a mixed race person identifying as black outside of media? I think does that make sense? I don't. I think in again in an ideal world there wouldn't be an issue with it, mm. but the media trickles into the real world. Yeah. So when people when mixed race people identify as black in the media, that definitely trickles down to us regular folk and the way that we perceive mm. blackness in every day, and it's one of the things that fuels colorism, for example, like. Yeah, a but I just think babe, that's like... A mixed-race baby in the mm. face of a, a beauty campaign and saying that she's black mm. tells us that that is the version of black that's beautiful, right? Mm. And then colorism starts... To, it, it, however it trickles down, it does. And we start thinking, oh, that means that dark-skinned people in everyday life aren't as beautiful because they're not the version that... Whereas if that babe was with loud and proud on the front of that magazine saying, mm. mixed then no one black would be looking to that to say, oh, is that the standard of beauty I should be uh, um, aspiring to as a black person? Yeah. Because it's not supposed to represent me. In the same way, I wouldn't look at like an Asian on um, in, on the front of a magazine being like, oh, I guess I'm not beautiful enough. Mm. I'm not Asian. Yeah. So I'm not even comparing yeah. myself. Maybe when you, yeah, when you when you say that, I agree. Yeah. Um, But I do, again, I do feel like a lot of it is down to how white people perceive Mixed race people. A lot of white people see mixed race people as black. Therefore, they become the tolerable black. Maybe not even because someone's screaming, I'm black. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you see a girl like Leanne Pinnock, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she didn't say, she might have, sorry, that might be actually a bad example, but um, I'm trying to think. Mel B from the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. She's the she's the blackness that white people have have put on her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's the black one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she's gone around and be like, I'm she might be like, I'm mixed race. Similarly, you know, Meghan Markle, she's she's one that explicitly says, I'm mixed race, but everybody sees her as black. But that's so what's I think there's two things here. It's like white people operate from a perspective, well some white people mm. of racism, right? Mm. So they view the world for a racist lens, people that we're talking about. Meaning they apply the one drop rule, quote unquote. Mm. If you've got a droplet of black in you, you are black. I do think a powerful way of counteracting that is to say, actually, I'm not. Mm. I'm half of you. So I think she makes a valid point in what she's saying about you're neglecting one side of your identity. We shouldn't enable white people into thinking that it's okay to see me as black just because mm. I'm mixed. And to you, the reason that you see me that way is because you you, you want to be racist. Mm. That's the only way you would ever want to see that I find that, that so way. interesting again, though. When I read the point about like you're neglecting your other side, it's like... You know, I've had this conversation with a lot of people in my lifetime. And I'm intrigued. Why are you concerned? (laughs) Like, why are you interested? Why are you concerned about me possibly neglecting half of me? Like, my white side. I even had a conversation with a guy once and he was like, oh, you you seem very black. What about your white side? And I'm like, what about it? No, I do think when (laughs) it comes to who you are as a person, I do think, mind your business. Yeah. Who cares what you're doing? Mm. How you identify in that sense of like, 
do you are you do you feel close to your white culture or whatever? That's none of your business. No one cares. But I think for the purposes of arguing, I mean, for the sake of argument, mm. I get why it's a relevant point here because it's like it's more to illustrate, and that's what it's more to illustrate how mad it is, right? Mm. In the same way, what she was saying of there's no mixed race person out there who could be like I'm white. And just identify as white yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is truly yeah. half of who you are. And why is it why is it on an option for you to do that with blackness? So I, I agree in actual life, mind your business, who cares like what you're mm. doing and how close you feel to whiteness. But for the purposes of illustrating the argument of it's really mad. Because imagine a mixed race person being like, I'm Yeah, white. it's it's sad. be rattled. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make but sense. But I've literally grown up like not being able to like I, there's no glory for me to be like oh I'm half white yeah yeah no one cares yeah <laughs> and I think that's a big part yeah. of it right is mixed race people don't exist in this ideal world they live no. in the real world with us so yeah. if white people are treating you with one drop rule it makes a lot of sense that you're gonna tend towards the side that accepts you because it's true you could never be like I'm white <laughs> yeah, they'd be like who no. the hell is getting out of yeah, your yeah, afro yeah. and your dark skin yeah. you would be rejected whereas the black community mm. accepts black people because we've grown up in an environment where one drop is a thing, but we must accept everybody who has. I think it's one a re- it's black. a really complex conversation. I feel like it would be interesting to talk to another mixed race person. I was or maybe we should get another. You're like do do more members. reading, like yeah. read as well. I think that's really important. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, it just still. <sighs> one thing that I struggle with is kind of like black people. Like my whole life, people have been like, "Oh, you're black. You're black. You're black." Mm. And white people will treat me. Like I'm black mm-hmm. Again I feel like I'm separating colorism From my mixed raceness By the mm. way So I know that I might be treated differently Because of My light skin mm-hmm. But in terms of Other things In terms of my race People treat me as black mm. um, And I feel like A lot of my When you think of identity I guess It's like it could, It's your physical appearance Maybe um, My body shape is similar to one one of those of like a, a black woman mm. as well. Um, my interests, yeah, yeah. things that I listen to, um, my politics, I'm quite yeah. black. Yeah. Um, and the way people treat me also makes up my identity, yeah, yeah. which feels black. Yeah. And I don't think maybe there aren't enough mixed race people on earth yet for someone to treat me like I'm mixed. What does it someone treating me like I'm mixed race even mean? I don't, to be honest, I don't think. Because I feel, I, I, I feel black. Because of the way people treat me. Yeah. And I think it overlaps with so many other things. Mm. I don't think people treat you, would treat you away because you're mixed race, but they might treat you away because you're lighter skinned, because you have softer hair. All of these Mm. other things that I guess move into like other forms of discrimination. Mm -hmm. I come together to form the mixed race experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you would be treated differently purely off the back of being mixed. But it's like, what are all of the, Benefits, quote unquote, mm. to your dual heritage that mean that you're treated differently to a black person might be treated. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And I think it's also good to bear in mind that when you you're mixed race, a lot of other factors actually play a part. So she mm. mentioned something about um pulling out the card of having a white parent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I found interesting. I don't know if that's yeah. Thing. Do you know what? When because I was thinking about it and I was thinking well, for me. That's never going to work in my favor. My yeah. mom, my mom is a white working class woman, yeah. and my dad is a black Caribbean absent father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I haven't really. I don't think mixed race people are one of the worst performing people up and down the country mm. in terms of like education and stuff yeah. like that. So 
I don't think I've benefited yeah. in any way from my mixed raceness. Yeah. Whereas maybe if I was, um, if my mom was black and I had a, a, a middle class white father, mm. maybe in that aspect I could maybe benefit from having a yeah, white parent yeah. in some kind of way. There's so I don't, many layers. Yeah. There's layers. It's, yeah, that's what I, because I was thinking, have I, I might have, I need to probably think about it a bit more. And I think, let's not focus this on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was no, joking yeah. when I said, we're putting you on the chopping block. <laughs> no, just, it's fine, but I'm just, it, it's actually not, it was a good toxic thought because it actually made me think about my mixed raceness. Mm. So I don't actually maneuver through life thinking about my dual heritage yeah, in yeah. a way. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess I grew up in Hackney as well. All my friends are black. Mm. I've never had a... So I hate That phrase is actually horrible. All my friends are yeah, black. Yeah, I got black races. <laughs> Literally. Races. All my friends are black. Yeah. My boyfriend's black. Yeah. What a black baby. Literally. Um, I've had like one... White friend Eleanor in primary school. But Aww. like, all well, my friends are black. Like, I've never known anything different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I live a very a black experience. Like, yeah. Um, I think something that I thought about recently, because mm-hmm. like, I've held, I've agreed with some of the points that she said through, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm honest with myself, I think it comes from a disgruntled place where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm frustrated with my experience in the world as a black woman mm. and I do get it it can be frustrating sometimes when you, I experience sort of things that I do mm. and then people who have all these privileges that know they didn't ask for what the world treats them better because of the tone, mm-hmm. the color of their skin the tone mm-hmm. of their skin um even things like having a culture that's different to African because once upon a time being an having an African culture was mm-hmm. something else that you'd be dissed for mm-hmm. and treated away for mm-hmm. um and mixed race people, whether you were half African, half white, half Caribbean, you had something else yeah. to be like. There's so many different types of yeah, privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to now kind of just, I guess, be in a lot of the cases end up being the face of the movement. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. It's really and frustrating. We, there's so many prime examples of that. Like, you know, um, like the black, oh my God, what's her name again? The face of like Black Panthers, the woman. She's a light skin woman. Yeah. Was, and what's her name? Angela Davis? Angela. No, it's not. Is it yeah, oh, that's Angela? really bad that I don't know her name. Oh my her God. name is Angela something. <laughs> There's loads of women like... <laughs> We're showing ass. We're probably we need to open a book, for real. How's that not... How's that love my one? Angela? <gasps> this is embarrassing. Who is Davis? It might hold on. Let me... This is embarrassing. Who's the edit this? This is embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Angela... Davis is Davis. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Seeing pictures of her with her afro has frustrated me sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, a lot of the time, light-skinned and mixed-race people end up being the face mm. of the movement. Mm-hmm. And they deal with one type or one side of the issues that we face as black people. And that's the light-skinned um, mm. discrimination. That's why I feel like... Yeah, like I feel like colorism plays a huge part, 100%. I think, in the, the toxic thought. It feels like... And one thing that it's did layered. come to mind, and I'll be completely honest, I feel like when... Wait, first of all, actually, from my experience, I feel like when people actually fully, like, celebrate and um, indulge in their mixed raceness, they're trolled. We all troll people where it's like, I'm a quarter of this, I'm a quarter of that. It's like, bro, that's like, true, you think true. you're nice. Or when yeah. I know girls who over-identify their mixed raceness, I'm like, bro, calm down, babe. But to, if it's I'm weird. Honest, though, I think it's the way they do. In the same breath, I've met mixed race people who are like, I am half this and half that. And they're close to both cultures and they're not trying mm. to... I think the times that it's cringed me out is when you can tell that they're gassed about it 
And they, they're they saying it like They think they're nice So they actually are trying to boast About the fact that They're mixed They're mixed But some people are like This is who I am yeah. And I don't Yeah it's funny Like wait, some of us Well I don't, I don't go around saying that But like Yeah you even trolled for it yeah, Um, yeah. yeah and another thing as well I feel like If I'm completely honest I think When people Are concerned about like People identifying as black It feels like there's a lot of energy for Mixed race women And not men yeah. So, for example, like um, Bob Marley, um, yeah. Barack Obama, Akala, yeah. yeah. like we're not like we're black, we're black. No one's like you are mixed race. I think it's it's because of the fact that it's really colorism, though. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's what. So, colorism stuff completely understand. I'm like, you know what? If that is gonna, you know, wash out the blackness and you know push black women to decide if I'm identifying as black, I hear it. Yeah. But in terms of me identifying as black just because of my race. Yeah. I don't really see what the issue actually is. No, um, I, and I think it's a lot of, like, with the colorism, I think it really ties in with the media as well. Mm. And I think when we move away from it, it would be, be interesting to see statistics in terms of, like, what about people with regular schmegler jobs? Like, are light-skinned women getting more jobs than a darker-skinned woman or... Yeah, statistically, I'd be intrigued. Yeah, I'll be intrigued to yeah. see. So I know media's definitely, media and colorism is def- definitely concerned. I, I fully understand. But in terms of mixed race people identifying as black, I don't really, I don't really see what the issue is. And that's actually yeah. coming from someone. I used to say I'm black. Then I thought, you know, because of the colorism stuff, I was like, that, that might be harmful. Yeah, yeah Therefore, yeah. not let me do yeah. it. Don't let me do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like, in a, again, in a, I think in an ideal world, mm. there wouldn't be an issue. Yes, but I agree. Unfortunately, it's it's such a shame. It's like as you're trying to fight division, you have to do, make the division super clear before <laughs> you can do it. It's mad. But this is one of the reasons that like I want to study diaspora yeah. because we are an interesting point in our culture where there are more mixed people. Cultures are mixing more. We're Absolutely, all like yeah. first and second gen here, so we're mm. all having babies with each other. Um, and that's a similar journey that America went on. And mm. America most certainly does operate on a one-drop rule. You can literally look like a white person and have an eighth of black blood in you mm-hmm. and you, you will identify as black and you'll be accepted mm. by society as black. Um, I think that's problematic. So I think the reason that we're still having debates about this at the moment is because it's like, why can't we... It's, we're talking half and half most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's that people are half black and half something else. Yeah, yeah. And that's the type of conversation or people that we're discussing. And that's why it's it feels easier to say it's silly to, to judge or like not allow people to identify as what they want to identify. Mm. But when you think in 20 years time, 50 years, not 20 years, 50 years time, when a few generations have passed, more children have been born and there are children who are quarter black, identifying as black, mm. that's problematic as hell. And it is rooted in racism. Mm. There's, that's the only possible reason that you would ever need Do that. you know when it comes to like identifying though? Like, because I think... <sighs> I'm just thinking of how me identifying as black actually plays out in my life. Because if I was to fill out a job application, even when I used to say, oh, yeah, I identify as black, I would fill out mixed race. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like delusional. Mm. I'm not like, no, I'm not black at all. So yeah. what... What I feel like, what implications does it does it cause? Maybe apart from the example that you gave about like a woman, a light skinned woman or mixed race person, sorry, mm-hmm. um, identifying as black and then she becomes like the the face of blackness in terms mm-hmm. of media and stuff. But away from that, what 
what's what's the concern and why does uh, the the concern is mm. that we live in a racist world mm. where okay so let's apply it to the job place now we're going into job places that are for quote unquote white people the preference is to hire a white person um if you're if if mixed race people are identifying as black and going into the workplace and saying oh I'm black those they're like less in this version of the world that we're talking about. I don't know if it's real. Might be more likely to get the job because mm-hmm. I guess we just need to look at stats. Yeah, we need to look that. at. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah. saying hypothetically, yeah. I don't know, but I'm saying by this logic anyway, mm-hmm. how it would work is it, whatever you apply it to. The issue is that you're saying you're something that you're not, and making people believe that that is a realistic expectation of a black person. And when you're when you're dealing with a racist world. People will say, well, that's my preference of black then. I want that black. When actually, mm. it's not even black. <laughs> it's mixed. It's something else. And it erases real, actual black people. In whatever space you apply to, even less dating. Like, if mixed race, every mixed race man and woman was out there saying that they're black, mm. people will start saying, I like black girls. <laughs> when actually, you like yeah, mixed but, girls. But it's like, and we're not addressing the real yeah. issue that you don't like black people. But I think when you actually talk to black people, if you say I'm black, I guess sometimes, as you said, as she said, the, the conversation is kind of nuanced because some people actually do present as they might look black, yeah, a lot of sort people of thing. Do, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people who identify as black when they're mixed race, they don't just say I'm black. Up, they'll tell you I'm half this, half we that. We have friends then that it's are up mixed to the, race that call themselves. Yeah, black. then it's up to the person. <laughs> they're not going to think, oh, but she no, says but she's I'm saying black. We so know that. multiple mixed race people who are identifying as black, and I'm not saying there's a problem with it, but I'm saying. That that's where it, the lines start to get blurred now because mm. no, they're not going to have conversations where they're like, "Well, actually, I'm I'm actually mixed race." The guy who perceives them as black and just says and and believes with everything mm. in them that they're black. They're mm. not fully black. Yeah, of course, no. they're black. But yeah, the I think it's like I said, it's a tricky one because I think that any objections on this topic come from a disgruntled place. Yeah, but of course. That's why I mean. I think about- the anger is justified because it's not fair. A lot of the things that mm. end up happening and a lot of the erasure that happens to black people, it's not fair. But we, we didn't ask to be in this racist environment where we have to draw all of these lines. But mm. it is true. And it, it's healthy for me, for example, I can say as a black woman, when I'm amongst black women who are even just being amongst Nigerian women. I feel comfortable. I feel seen. I feel like that is a home or a comfort that I can not receive in any other room. Mm. If we added different people to that room who looked nothing like me, who were actually mixed race, mm. I would not feel as okay. comfortable and seen. Yeah. And validated. So do you mean in terms of like, that's in terms of like your your physicality, like the, the that's, your look. That's one version of yeah, it. Yeah, because that's, I think that's the, that's the part where I'm like, okay, cool. I get it more so than anything. That's why I said about it feels like there's a lot of emphasis on like mixed race women rather than mixed race men. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the argument should stand for both. But yeah, I think I think it doesn't. Take, it doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't. Again, it's because of the unfortunate mm. situation that colorism is way worse for yeah, women than it is yeah. for men. So women take more personal issue when it comes to other women. And they yeah, I agree. Yeah, it feels like them. there's a. In terms of like dating and stuff, um, and in the media, yeah, as I said before, um, I agree. It was in- it was very thought provoking. 
That's what I thought. And mm. I did come to the conclusion, like, yeah, I don't think that black people, white people have the right to tell people, mixed race people, how they should identify. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. think I think people should be able to do whatever it is that they want. But I also think it's important to be educated on what the implications of your choice might be. Because there are implications. And I think that's mm. the reality of the situation. And I don't think I don't think anyone should ever make it their personal uh, battle in life to be educated and, and forcing people to identify something else. But I think it's super, like you said, you now call yourself mixed race because you're aware of colorism. Yeah, it's the colorism stuff for me that but, I was just like. They're part and parcel yeah. of the same. So it's like, yeah. for you, you learned the implications of, of the, one of the potential harmful implications of you identifying as black and you decided to change your actions off the back of it. If you didn't, mm. I, I might mean, go back. You might, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No one's gonna, <laughs> know, no one's yeah. gonna come with their yeah. pitchforks if you didn't. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's still useful to be educated yeah. on what the potential harm I'm might definitely be. on like a journey and it will be more interesting to talk to different, because I have no mixed race friends. Mm. Um, I genuinely find them a little bit off and weird. <laughs> Most of the time. Jesus. No, dude, like, I've met a lot of like people that I can't really click with and I guess, um, Again, as I said before, like there's so much types of mixed race people. Yeah, Do you know, it's 100%. very difficult to find um, mixed race people who have the similar makeup to me, like a, a working class white mother and like a Caribbean. Yeah, so I've I've met girls before. It's like, oh, I'm mixed race too, and it's and they're like, oh, my mom's black and my dad's white, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't have that same experience. Yeah, I'm yeah, different yeah. from you. Yeah, so it's difficult, and I think. Um, not to big up my chest and shit on other people, but as you, when you, how do I say this? When you become more, when I got to uni, mm-hmm. there was less mixed race people around me. Okay. In terms of, from my background. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Like, I don't think I know anybody. There are mixed race people who do exist, but again, from the same class as me and same kind of, um, like a white mom and a black dad didn't experience that. Mm. Um, so it's difficult to kind of connect with people. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely went through my ways of like, I'm black, I'm discovering myself. Um, because even as a mixed race person, um, I grew up in Atlee, thank God. So I've always been exposed to black people and whatever. But even growing up with, sorry, Q's a sad mixed race story. I'm so dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I always felt out of place with my white family. Yeah, Like yeah. always. And I was the black girl. They didn't, yeah. they didn't think, oh, she's mixed race. She's, she's half white. Mm. She's half black. No, I was black yeah, to yeah. that family. Like, even um, my bum is big. Mm. Like all my all my cousins have like long blonde hair and they're very mm. skinny and kind of tall. I didn't have any of that. Mm. Um, so around black people, I, f- I felt at home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I still do. Yeah, of um, course you should. Yeah, I think it's something that the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The point I was trying to make earlier, actually, when I was saying that this often, this argument often comes up from a disgruntled place is that it is also important to not assume the worst of mixed race people because yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot of people assume that when a mixed race person, because that was one of her, the parts of her toxic thoughts that mm. um, you're the face of blackness, but when ish hits the fan, it's like, 
in the same way we talk about like cultural appropriation, you mm. don't want to take any of the good, bad stuff. Mm. You're only here for the good. Um, but I think that's an assumption that's not necessarily fair to make. People always assume that mixed race people are just here to eat off the, the fun side of the black pie. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, well, actually, no, it's not the case. And I think um, if it, that assumption wasn't made, I think a lot of black people, any black person who feels that like mixed race people shouldn't identify as black, would there'd be far less of them that feel that mm. way. Because I think the assumption is that you don't care for black real black women's issues you don't care for colorism and i know that that's the case for a lot of mixed race people that they actually don't but there are also a lot of people who do you namely are an example like yeah you you take issues of colorism and whatever else very close to your heart Mm -hmm. um and you try and live by a way that where you're not just doing your best to not indulge in it or like benefit from Mm -hmm. it you actively try and fight against it and so I feel comfortable with you identifying as black. It doesn't bother me at all mm. if when you say you're black. Because mm. I feel like, yeah, you're living <laughs> yeah. the black experience and you're doing what any black woman I would expect, of mm. any what I would expect of any black woman. Mm. And that's all I can ever ask of you. So I take no issue with it. But it's important to not assume because I guess maybe if this toxic thought submitted, sorry, met you and didn't know you, they might be like, ugh. Yeah, that's how I feel with a lot of my goes, friends as well because it's like, you guys just assume I'm black. So I'm like, wait, was it you? Somebody was even recently, they was like, oh, we always forget that you're a white mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you just forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know what you mean. It's, it's not good to assume. And even in terms of, like, about doing the work, I'm, I don't feel like I'm actively doing the work when I do certain actions. Like, um, for example, if... I don't know. When I watch X Factor from a very young child, I'm rooting for everybody black on the show. Mm. Like, it's just, it's because the people around me, I see you guys, will see myself as well yeah, in yeah. those people. So it's like, oh, I'm going to vote for you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. I'm not doing the, I'm not being a justice warrior or anything. Yeah, it's just yeah. who I care about and who I can identify with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, I think it's very true. Um, and it's interesting. This is very interesting, actually, because I think it's important not to be ignorant. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as a, a um a mixed race woman half black half white um i could be ignorant too mm-hmm. when i see a white woman with a black man sometimes i'm like hmm he must hate himself <laughs> and i feel uncomfortable <laughs> same way like oh, you might God. we've discussed before like you might avoid eye contact you might feel a bit weird around them uh, or whatever yeah, i also feel that way and sometimes i have to check myself because i'm like oh i'm actually a product, product of that literally. <laughs> you wouldn't be here if not i for wouldn't that. be here um yeah. and my mom's fantastic like we can't assume you can't you, always assume yeah you yeah. you can't assume um it's just a shame that the world puts a lot of black women in this position where they feel they need to yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. i think like a, it's a valid argument it's a valid reason to be angry but mm. it is from a frustrated place of, of course like, yeah, yeah and and it's it's to some degree giving crabs in a barrel of like well i don't want to no I, that's that's unfair to say i don't think it's giving no crab but i think it's sometimes when she when she's speaking about being exclusive i kind of i get it from the perspective of like being pro-black and let's stick together and procreate so for me like my opinion is if you are pro-black then you should create black children mm. but Mixed race people are here already. So <laughs> let us spread our wings. But before we're actually conceived, like, yes, create black families. Like, I would, I'd be surprised if you go with a white man. I'd be like, oh. I would be. <laughs> yeah, surprised. surprised. I might even be with myself one day. But yeah, I do think like in terms of exclusivity and stuff like that, if you want to package it that way. Yeah. You know, do marry your own. Yeah. 
do love your own, yeah. create babies of your own and stuff like that. And I, and I guess sometimes it, you know, when you look around and there are more mixed race people being born, like you've got mixed race nieces and everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, and nephews, it might feel like, oh, we're getting washed out. Um, it's, it's, the thing is, I think we wouldn't care to police it in that way or even see it that way, mm. if not for the fact that there's so many strifes that come with being black. Like, it is yeah. commodified. Like, mm. people really do steal from the culture. We're of used, course. we're abused. Like, women are sexualized. There are so many things that, mm-hmm. so many L's that come with being black. Yeah. That it means that I think now we've gotten super protective. Of course. Yeah, a yeah. part of being pro-black is to feel like you need to isolate yourself a little bit. And um, I guess your pride starts becoming... Exclusive mm. Like you start excluding people mm. In order to be prideful Yeah That's the only way that mm. The two come hand in hand To a lot of black people Um, Again As first gen And second gen <laughs> In this country Because if you go to Africa They're not They're not looking for white women Well actually They are But in a different <laughs> way They're looking for white women For an escape But In the everyday And like beauty standards And everything else Blackness is still Very much celebrated Like mm. When I talk to some um like of my family back home and I talk about you like, trying to be like pro black and everything and it's a bit like we know black yeah, is great yeah. but yeah I mean we're, yeah. we're all black so yeah. why why are you fighting? I guess it's not Who similar but would you feel a way if like when you went back home and they're like or they probably do like you're British you're yeah, not Nigerian yeah well not anymore but yeah that's mm. a thing that they'll be like oh white girl when I speak Yoruba they'll laugh at me they'll really? be like lol <laughs> you think you can speak Yoruba lol I could hear your stupid British accent from a mile away lol and I'm like ouch <laughs> there's no home for me oh that's really funny yeah so I think we're all in general when it comes to culture and identity we're very very exclusive we we it's just the nature of human beings in general, to be fair. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah. if we can be racist, then that the line isn't going to be drawn at mixed race people. Like, mm-hmm. when mixed race people get involved too, there's definitely, some of that racism is going to jump out. And I think that's partly what happens when we have these kinds of conversations too. It's the natural instinct to be protective and exclusive of mm-hmm. your identity, of your culture. Of course. Of your race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But yeah, I'd, I'm very intrigued to see, like, 25 years, 30 years, 40 years time Where mm. this conversation lies Because we are on our way to being America We're on our way It's inevitable We're just behind on the journey mm. I hope to God that the one drop rule thing dies Because it's, it's on it, And I, I'm glad that we have America to use for comparison It is absurd to me that somebody that is a quarter black and the rest white would identify as black. That is pure, pure, pure racism. <laughs> it's racist. It's rooted in racism because it's the one why, job rule. Why do you think they, they do it? Because of racism. Because they live in a world that tells them that one drop of black and that's it. It's a one drop rule. Mm. Like brown paper bag, it's all the same stuff. Mm. Because there is... Let's talk maths There's one quarter of you <laughs> That is black Why are you black? Yeah. You're, you're mixed And you should be able to say that with your chest mm. And you should be able to walk into rooms And own that as your identity But this one drop rule tells you You must identify as black That's crazy mm. And I and that's where I do get the idea of like Why do you have to neglect A huge part of your identity? It's because of racism Yeah, it's unfortunate 
This is crazy. That's just this is how it goes. It's, it's look at Meghan Markle. She's it's she sad. looks like a white lady yes. to me anyway. She's very, very and much everyone's white person. she's treated like she's black. It's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. But it's so dangerous. And I, I hope I hope stuff like that, or people like Meghan, really make people check themselves when it comes to race and identity. Like a lot of this, to be fair, is all just stuff that's put on us. Regardless, it's like it's it's all cultural. Um, constructs mm. or the social constructs like this idea of like race and identity and whatever else a lot of it is that especially mm. when you're talking to people that don't I haven't even visited the country that they're supposedly from and the rest of it a lot of us haven't even been back home ever and yeah. <laughs> our whole identity is riding on this thing um, but I hope it makes people check themselves because you might not care to you know say oh I'm half white and make that something you're proud of as part of your identity I'm sure there are black mixed race people who do I'm sure yeah. I've met mixed race people who are like, I find this annoying. Like, I'm half white. Like, yeah. I actually have a lot of white family I'm close to. They just don't really like, no one cares. It's mad. <laughs> mad. Like, I know, I literally grew up with my white mum. So it's not like I don't know her. Yeah. You know, my whiteness. Yeah. I'm very much aware of my whiteness. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> my caucasian is sorry. Caucasian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, just, it's what it is. Yeah. But no, very, very interesting conversation. Definitely makes me think about my mixed raceness and where yeah. I stand and and how people perceive me. Um, and yeah, it's a difficult, difficult place to be in sometimes. There's a really good um, Instagram page called Mixed Race Faces. Mm. And um, it speaks about, it's literally a photo of someone, which would, some, a photo of someone, someone. Wow, can't speak English. <laughs> photo of someone. Um, and they talk about their mixed race experience. Okay. But... It could literally be like someone could be like half Vietnamese, half German. Yeah, yeah. it's about the yeah because mix is not just black. And it's white. not just black yeah. and white. Um, although I am really interested to read about the the half black, half white ones. And again, I can relate to it more. It's more, how interesting is that when someone and this is what I mean that it's all rooted in racism. When someone's half Asian and half black, people don't call that person black. Mm. We don't call my niece and nephew black. They're mixed. Mm. They have two cultures that they very much are going to live and embrace their mm. whole lives. Um, the, the, God knows there are a million other mixes, even East Asian and South Asian. They don't call themselves one. Mm. They say they're mixed. Mm. Why is it that when black people are involved, suddenly everything else gets erased? That one drop rule kicks in. Yeah, It's rooted in racism. It's terrible. Yeah, But I do agree, people should be allowed to do what they want to do. But yeah. we should acknowledge that that one drop rule is one historically a racist thing. And that's mm. what we're seeing happen till today. Mm. It's not cool at all. I wouldn't dream of calling my, well, not I wouldn't dream of, like, I'll call them black on a norm, on a regular, I don't know, random thing. But if someone asked me, is my niece black? I'd be like, she's mixed. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of being like, yep, she's just black. I was, yeah. She's I, don't, I genuinely don't think people go around saying, I'm black, just black. They do. You said you did before recently. No, but in terms of like, I can't explain. Like if we're actually talking about where I'm from, I wouldn't be like, I'm black. No, no, but sometimes mm. we don't get that deep into the conversation. It's mm. just, what do you identify as? You're black. You're black. And not everyone, you have, you've experienced that a lot of mm. people that don't know where you're from for ages. And then when they finally hear, they're yeah. like, what? You're oh. not part Asian. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. They just, it's not everyone that you're going to get into a deep conversation with about where you're actually from. Yeah. I'm going to read more. Yeah, I think... I think it's important. 
is 100%. This is what I've been saying. I need to take two years off. Actually, yeah, I think it's one to read about a little bit more. Um, Obviously, it's easy to just give your, your experiences, but I guess everybody's different. And I like, think that is, this conversation that we're having mm. is definitely rooted in experience. We haven't read the books. We're not, uh, I don't know, historians or yeah. anything. So we don't have the knowledge. I don't think that's the angle we're coming at this Yeah, point. no, yeah. Yeah. But I would want to hear from more mixed race people because I don't, I never get a chance to read speak about it, to be honest. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. We need to find you mixed with mixed anything? <laughs> I'm sure I'm part of it. When I was, when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, my mom was convinced. She was like, my mom, her, her mom yeah. definitely had white in her. Oh, really? They, used to, they even used to call her only boy, like, in her oh. village because she was so light skinned. Really? Obviously, that was 100% colorism. Okay, yeah, of course. It was just trying to be of course. closely associated Wasn't with Wasn't they calling Ghana a brony? A brony, yeah. Brony. That's, that's These little boys like, brony? I was like, do you know what does that mean? He said, white girl. White girl. I was yeah. like, oh, great. <laughs> we need to talk to kids. Kids will t- make us simplify this well, well. Yeah. And get back to the basics and remove all of the stuff that society yeah. told us because kids see everything yeah. at face value. On the page, though, that I there was a, a young little boy and he was like, he's mixed race. And then he was like, people at school call me, they say I'm the color of poo. Um, and they're mean to me. And I was like, oh, bless you. That's so it's sad. Really sad. It's what? really sad. It's really sad. I've been held. I've, someone, someone, I remember when I was younger, someone called my little brother a monkey. Oh. I'm disgusting. Um, my family were definitely like, well, some family members were definitely racist. Yeah. Um, towards us. So it's, uh, black people just accept us, please. I'm dead. God, I, I think black know. people do accept. Me. No, you guys don't. There's something in toxic thoughts that you're not included. Start your this own camp. Really, it's really sad. Start your own movement. <laughs> I ain't got enough members. Leave us alone. <laughs> but you guys will troll us and be like, where are you thinking big three? You thinking nice? It's always a narrative. I'm glad she brought this up because one of the things I was going to say is I feel like you talk over me a lot and it's because you're mixed race. <laughs> you talk over me. <laughs> I'm trying to balance things out. <laughs> I think I'm too nice. You know, it's funny actually. I think I told you this story before. Um, years and years and years ago, years and years ago, when I was being black seven, there was like a clear divide between like the dark skinned girls in my area. Yeah, you told me. And yeah. the mixed race girls. And I remember I was on the wall and... The, the dark-skinned girls and mixed-race girls, they were like, you need to pick a side. You need to Mads. really pick a side. Mads. And I was like, no one. And I jumped off the wall <laughs> and went home. He said, no one. I said, no one. Not <laughs> and since then, like, obviously I'm cool with them. But I've never been part of the group. I was never like, I just used to go to school so and come home and play Bless out. But you. wasn't part said, of the group. no one. No. I hear it. It was no great. They hated one. each other as well. That's so sad. Yeah, it's really sad. I wonder, I wish we could pick their minds as children, like, what is it that's actually happened? What have they seen that's mm. made them feel that there's a war? Well, it's, it's media, isn't it? Of like, course, but I mean, yeah. as specifically, like, to the point that they could be so confident. It's like um, Lord of the Flies. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. simple um, processes that happen in a child's mm. mind. What was the chain of chemical reaction yeah, that yeah. made you lot Because there was a clear divide in my chest, head. Yeah. We're separate yeah. and we're against each other. Like, yeah. What was going on? I don't know. There I was, wonder. There's a clear rivalry between Very interesting. the two groups. Yeah, it was really sad. And yeah. individually, they were all lovely girls. Yeah. But yeah, they just didn't like each other. The world, like, man, forces that group, us man. to divide. Forces us. Yeah. But yeah, mixed race people. If you are half white, sorry, Caucasian, you're half Caucasian and half black, and your mom is working class and your dad is absent. <laughs> to be so specific because I want something I want to really relate to someone okay fine yeah 
happy. I'm sure there like, are loads though. They are. They're. They're all. We just don't know many mixed race people, but I can imagine that makeup is not uncommon. And then also another. Another I have like a specific salary or what do you <laughs> something kind of the sort? Because I feel like a lot of mixed race girls that I know of my makeup, I can't really relate to them anymore. Which when I when you're I was, taking this when I was younger, <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain. I get what you mean. What you said, they don't go uni. Say it with your chest. <laughs> no, no, you not keep like... looking at me funny. Say it with your chest. Not like that. No, that sounds really, really mean. I don't mean it in that way. But like, yeah, this is leave it there. Just leave it. So I thought actually she awful. said it, I didn't. No, I don't even mean it that way. But yeah. No, I think there's there's a massive intersection between all of this stuff. There Classism, really is. yeah, racism, colorism. There's a huge overlap. Mm. So I it, I don't even think it's that outrageous to say that maybe there there aren't as many mixed race people that because when you talk proportionately, right, there aren't as many mixed race people for stop. So yeah. perhaps proportionately. The number of mixed race people that you would expect to go to uni do. <laughs> do you know mm. what I mean? Because it's all relative. Yeah. Like black people in general, proportionately less of us go to uni, right? Mm. So that you would expect that to be reflected in mixed race people too. And there are less of you. So Yeah, there's none. Mixed race guys don't exist as well. I, just I have convinced I convinced myself, yeah, that they all go to tanning beds. Because they did Back in the day They did exist Rukia And they all have tans now And they're assimilating They're pretending they're back Because where did they go Do you not remember When we used to go Wood Green And there were all The mixed race boys That we would But I I think It's the groups That we're now in Is what I'm trying to say But I don't see them I don't even see them Because we don't go out We're not in the same spaces As them Where's the mixed race space No A lot of them I'm telling you They go to tan beds Rukia Handbirds. They might be in they prison. Tan- oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all jumping at now. They might be in prison. They, they, might, be in prison. they might be in prison. <laughs> to be fair, because back then they were kind of hood. <laughs> the hood, yeah, that's what I mean. They were the hood guys. Yeah. Oh, no. They performed really badly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We wanted the submitters to be toxic. I know. <laughs> now we've taken it. They're going to drag us. Edit all out. Don't drag us. Don't drag us. But She's yeah. She's Trace. She has a pass. You can say what you want. <laughs> I'm the one that's in trouble. I haven't said anything. Though. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my mom, aka Karen, to deal with you all. <laughs> Your mom's proper not a Karen. <laughs> She's proper not a Karen. Oh, so funny. Very far from. I always wonder, like, does my mom ever wonder why I don't have any white friends? But I always consider that she's never, ever, ever mentioned anything. That's true. Yeah, she's never, never. That's asked very me. interesting. Never brought it up. It's so true. Does she feel... I, if I, 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 don't, I don't think she would ever feel away, but as she thought... Oh. If I had a child that didn't have any black friends, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Your mum doesn't see colour. That's her problem. <laughs> That's her problem. <laughs> you know, one time I was like, I must have been like 15. And I was like, mum, I just like black men. She was like, I did not bring you up to be like that. No, yeah. I wasn't to separate. just. Yeah, I was just, I was she thinking, was like, Oh gosh, you, you could that. date Indian, Chinese. Aww. And I was like, No, I just like black men. <laughs> so My funny. mom's a bit like that as well. Is like, she? She doesn't understand this concept of like, I can only date a black man. She's like, 
if they love Christ, yeah, yeah. why do you ah, follow? Why? And I'm like, it's just what I like. Yeah. Very interesting. She proper does. So I'm following your footsteps. Yeah. Well, my mum knew his black men growing up. It's so, so true. It's like, bro, you got the damn cheek. <laughs> why is she mad? They always do this, put these pressures that they didn't yeah, put on themselves yeah. on you. Unrealistic. Hi, it's us again. Uh, we're super excited because, as you know, episode 22, we were talking about all of the strifes, how difficult, <laughs> honestly, how difficult <laughs> women's health is uh, and the wild options that are out there for us that are just really violent. So, I mean, we're really happy because we're working with a super cool company now um, that's actually trying to do the opposite. They're trying to make really innovative products that will help us make our periods just a lot less painful and a lot less difficult. Um, so they've got super, super cool products. Like they've got like a CBD infused tampon. Wow. Have you ever heard of that before? Honestly, literally never. <laughs> no, never. And when I heard of it, I was blown away because it's yeah. lit. Like uh, I'm I'm here for CBD personally. That's the legal. That's the legal <laughs> side to weed, guys. Um, but yeah, once you use them, it, it just helps with cramping quite a lot. So people use CBD for pain relief in like loads of different products. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't like tampons, they also have like a, a balm you can rub on your stomach mm, um, if you experience cramping. So or they have like the regular schmegler pads that you can use as well and tampons, which are amazing. Yeah, no, it's super, super Really cool. good. And their products are organic. Um, I know organic tampons are really a thing at the moment um, because we know that the, the other stuff is is ruining the world, all of the synthetic stuff. Um, but their tampons tampons are completely organic. They they also have like a sleeve on them mm. that means that you don't get any like residue, like little pieces of cotton. Up Amazing, in, up, up, stuck up there. Yeah, it's really crazy. Um, and my favorite thing about it, sorry, with the tampon specifically, is that. Uh, the packaging is flushable. So with the applicator, you can literally That's flush convenient. it down the toilet and the the um the packaging, sorry. And it just it dissolves in water. So you're still saving the planet and you don't have to have any of that awkwardness of you know when there's not a bin in the toilet. I hate that. And you're like, oh my God, I need <laughs> yeah. to take my applicator and stuff it somewhere and it's in your bag for a few hours, maybe <sighs> it's disgusting. So yeah, you can literally flush it all. It's it's amazing. Tell them about the code. Guys, okay, sorry, yeah. I'm literally just telling you about this. Yeah, let's get to So we you can get a discount with us, guys. Oh, sorry, it's also worth mentioning. They really have they have some really cool tablets. Um, so they're probiotic tablets that you can take and they help with like gut health and, and to, to fight thing against things like BV. And frush. And frush. And if you've had frush before, you know, <laughs> you know how much we need it. Thrush it's the no ghetto. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> so we have got a discount for you guys. So um you can get all of these amazing products with 50. 15% off on us. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so the code is WAIT15. It's W-A-I-T-15. And the website is Your Day. So yourday.com. It's Y-O-U-R-D-A-Y-E.com. Um, so yeah, once you've got a few things in the basket, literally put in our discount code WAIT15 at the end and you'll see a drop by 15%. <laughs> um, yeah, and some of their, their products are like subscriptions. Some of them, well, obviously you can cancel anytime. Some of them you can just buy it one off. Um, but give them And you can make up your own box as well. That Yeah, good you mentioned that actually. You can make up your own box with the tampon. So you can literally choose like three super sizes, one medium, two CBD, um, one with applicator, one without and, and make your own box. Amazing. It's really cool, yeah. So yeah, hopefully um, painful periods are a thing of the past. Amen. With the support of Jay Amen. And you're saving the planet Amen. Literally When we Woo. So yeah 15% of It's your losses, money guys. off Let us know what you think When you try it <laughs> um, we'll, we'll obviously drop All of the details on, on our socials too And guys Just to let you know Day products are not intended To diagnose Treat Or prevent any disease Fuck London
Do you know why you should fuck what London? The hell? Because it's so expensive. So after oh. the meal last week, me and Fola tried to go to Shisha. Oh my gosh, yeah. Why was it hundred pounds? Yeah, fifty pound minimum each. Yeah, we just wanted to smoke one shisha pack. We'd already we were already very full. Yeah, as we said. Yeah, we'd already had like ten drinks each. We had to go home because we because wasn't paying hundred pound for shisha. Hundred pound shisha. I refused to pay hundred pounds <laughs> for shisha. For shisha, might as well buy my own pie. I, I feel sorry for guys, you know, yeah, the because the pressures. And we kept thinking because we tried a couple of places, and when they said that, we we're like, bye. As a man, you can't say no. No. You have to be like, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> and sit down and spend your love. Imagine he's on a date and the guy's like, no, 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 we can't, we can't afford this. We're done it. Do you know what? That's Didn't my idea of hell. Really, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to say. What would I do? I think I might be like, don't worry, we'll split. But then obviously I'll block him. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, that's what, It's natural. so bad, but if it was my boyfriend... Then I'll be like, yeah, no, nah, here it is too much. Let's go. But if I'm on a date, I'll be like, oh, this is ick, really ick, 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 Yeah. Ick. But the thing is, it's it's funny because I wouldn't assume you can't afford it. I would assume you don't want to spend it on me. Wait, why do you have to take it there, man? I would. Overthinker. Because <laughs> honestly, how can you probably can't afford 100 pounds, but mm. you just don't, you don't even want to like <laughs> save face and spend money that you don't have. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to save face a little bit if we're still in the ruin phase. Let's not talk about men and money. Why? I was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I think would be? No, actually, let me not go there. It's fine. Mm. But yeah, no, I think if. Do you know, yeah, I've... actually, no, I have dated a broke. I feel like I've never really dated a broke guy, you know. I have dated one though. I, I dated yeah. a closet broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone is loud about their brokenness, which is fair enough. Yeah. And I don't, it is hard. My thing is, nah, I was going to chat shit. I was going to say, I don't mind if you're on your way, but I'm like, nah, I don't want to mind. What about you preach about what potential? Potential yeah, and like. Don't believe anything. I said. I'm a true liar. You don't need to have don't, money. What episode was it? Money. No. <laughs> Do you call you? Like, yeah. You don't need money to find love. No, no, no. I said, if you're broke, I specifically said, if you're broke, I hear it, don't date. But I said, you don't need to be rich. But you need to be able to afford something because dating costs money. Let's, we can't live in this yeah. idealistic world. You're going to have to pay a bill. And I don't want to pay it. But you just don't have to be rich. <laughs> what does rich even mean, man? This is the point. Black people love talking about it. it. It feels like it's some kind of like fantasy in the way of a lot of people. You know, like when we're constantly talking about like um, broke guys and like rich guys and stuff. And it's like, I think if we're honest, most black people aren't rich. But we're rich relative to what... The struggle that we've experienced in the past. <laughs> because let's keep it honest, 100K is not rich. That's not rich yeah, it's in not this rich. country. Yeah, of course not. It's, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Relative to the struggle life that a lot of people grew up in, 100K is like, wow. But mm. it's, you're not rich. You're probably just fine, to be honest. In London, anyway. In London, yeah. Can't I'm, believe that. Not to say that it's not a good salary, it obviously is, but you're not rich. That's not what riches are. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's why. We talk so much about riches because we're calling things that aren't rich rich. Yeah. Most people ain't rich, man. But we will be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We shall be. My back hurts. 
Ouch. Yeah. I want someone to put me in um, a wheelbarrow and take me home. <laughs> have you ever had a wheelbarrow ride? I must have. I've never had one. I've always wanted one. I think as a child, I was a bit too heavy. <laughs> I always used oh to God. be, I was so self-conscious of my weight that I would watch people get in the wheelbarrow and I'd be like, really? Not me, because you won't be able to pick oh, it up. Oh, bless you. You know, when a guy picks you up, you're like, put me down. No, literally. Put me down. <laughs> Before you throw my weight, before you throw all of my weight, put me down right now. Literally, nah, <laughs> nothing worse than a man. You know when you, you sit on his lap and you hold, yeah, your you're weight. holding your, your thighs like, like a feather. That's because I'm, I'm squatting. I'm literally hovering above your lap right now. <laughs> I feel sorry for those babes that can feel oh, that's go. so funny. I sat on Josiah's lap the other day yeah. because he was like, I can definitely handle your weight. His knees were shaking. Oh, bless. His knees were going to pop. I was like, don't worry, I'll get up now. Do you know, um, a guy was struggling to pick me up and I was like, oh, you're weak. And he's like, you ain't exactly like. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> that is mad. Rude, isn't it? No. That is mad. <laughs> oh my god! No, I deserved it. I was trying to shade him. You said you're I was like, weak. You're, you're weak. You're not exactly. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, when you come for a man's ego like yeah. that, he will come for yeah, you. Yeah, he'll come for you. Can't, you probably can't play with a man's strength in that. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh gosh, it's so jokes. How awkward! I remember one time when my man left, and I was like, "Bye," and I thought, "I'm gonna go around the shop and get my sweets." And then as I was walking back to my door, he came back because he forgot something. He was like, you're greedy, man. He's like, go you waited for me sweets. to go in it. I was like, no, I didn't. I just randomly decided to go. I just and I thought, shit. When I saw him, I thought, there's nothing worse. Back. <laughs> At least it wasn't like chicken and chips. Yeah, yeah. That would have been That would have been peak. That's hell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember men? No, I'm joking. Remember the time. When we fell in love. When's the last time you've been in love other than last week? <laughs> <laughs> the year before. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're in love around my birthday, Rukia. No. Please, man. Do you know what? In love's different. Like, I've definitely loved. That's for sure. But be in love. In love. Yeah, years ago. Yeah. Why not? I definitely... I don't think I've ever been in love. Why not? I've loved, obviously. Yeah. I like I, to love. I love love. I think if I'd been nice. in love, I'd be married. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. We would have coughed each other, hopefully. <laughs> but I think, yeah, being in love and saving, it's like my virginity. I'm going to save it for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so I can tell him, I've never been in love before. In my first love. Oh, all the feels. How nice. Yuck. No, I'm joking. Yeah, it would be nice. I want to feel all the feels. I don't think I have the energy to feel anything. Mm. Really light stuff I can do. Let's have a chin wag. Let's flirt and leave it there. Are you going to pick on the lips as well? Ooh. Ooh. I love a lip. You know, I how I kiss, yeah. <laughs> I find it really funny. Because guys always find it funny. But I peck like a thousand times. Do you? Do you do that? As in, when you, you finish lips in, I just keep pecking. Okay, I get a few... <laughs> I'm not joking, like 100. Oh, okay, you know, you take it too far. But I love it. It's my favorite part of the kiss. You just just keep pecking. And they they always start laughing. Because I'm like, I'm not done yet. (laughs) What about kisses on the neck? I think it's, oh, it's not my vibe. It's not. 
Holy moly. And I think I get anxiety about the idea of giving it. Giving a kiss on the neck. As in like, yeah. Um, what do they call it? Sucking your neck. What do they call that? Love bites. Love bites. Yeah, giving a love You're wary of them. I'm scared as hell. Not badges of honor. Badges of honor. <laughs> no, I'm scared of giving them. Oh, why? I feel like I wouldn't get it right. But then you own him. No, no, no. I'm not scared him. of leaving the mark. Oh, I'm scared of the act. Not doing because, it. Yeah, like, when because I've, I've done it, obviously, but. It's not my go-to because I'm always a bit like, what am I doing? It's here? a sucking it's like, bite. I'm, it's like I'm sucking flesh. Like a mosquito. It's like, exactly. <laughs> I'm, it's like I'm biting your arm. Do you know what I mean? Like, why am I here? <laughs> but once in a while I've had it and I'm like, yeah, this feels right. Yeah. But, Love bites are horrible. You know, they're nice in the moment. But then like the next day, you feel like a, a whore. Yeah. I've never had one. I've never. Yeah, because I think, for me anyway, in order to get one, it's almost performative. It's like, it's not actually pleasure anymore. You've you're hurting me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because I I don't bruise easily. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, your light skin privilege. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> it's gonna show up on you, isn't it? Isn't it? As a dark skin girl, this is what I mean. This is why you shouldn't call yourself black. <laughs> but I'm mixed race. Do you know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm gonna start telling people I'm white. I think you should. And do you know what? They'll call. They'll definitely call a mental institution to come and pack you up. Yeah. But Let me see what privilege is I can soak up. For real. <laughs> like, and this, that's how, <laughs> this is the point that she's making that people will call you mad if you ever try and go into the world and be like, I'm white. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think you should try it though. Yeah. I'm white. I'm sure there are mixed race girls out there doing that. And men. Of course. Remember Montana from um, Love Island? She's like, yeah, I'm a brunette. And I thought, darling. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Brunettes. Do you know what's so interesting though? Like, why don't the, their colors apply to us? What do you mean? Why can't I be brunette? Oh yeah, I don't, oh, yeah, it's Mads, true. Yeah, it's like, true. If my hair's brown. Why can't I be brunette? Why can't I be? Why isn't she brunette? It's true. I don't know why. Yeah, I just find it hilarious. It's racism again. Yeah, I'm brunette. Fucking racism. Back at it again. <laughs> no, it was really funny. I'm so excited. I love it. Dun, dun 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 Oh my god. We need the year when um, came and. Cayman who? Amber. Amber. That was a good that one. That was lit. And Michael and Amber as well. Michael, Amber, yeah, one day. That one was a Was really that good? good. <gasps> I didn't watch that one. Childish. Oh, shit. Childish. You're telling who? me. Who? Michael, Amber, Yawande. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the, the Ghanaian Michael, the black guy. Oh. I didn't no. watch that season. That, I watched it. It oh. wasn't as good as the others. It was oh. still good, though. Who's I'm Michael? Childish. Squarehead, mixed race guy. One of yours. Fuck off. <laughs> Wait, his name's not Michael. It was Michael. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they all got squares. That's why. Yeah, literally. I'm thinking of um, the one with oh. that little bit like Shrek. Do you remember him? Oh, he's, he's a good um, Jordan. artist. Who's Jordan again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's, his music is fantastic. Yeah, his music is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His music is good. Who's Jordan again? I can't believe you just called him Shrek. That's wicked. No, people used to say he looked like Shrek. People said he looked like Shrek. <laughs> not you, yeah? <laughs> not me. No man Do you know I'm what's so, so mad Mixed race boys Don't like me First of all they, they don't exist But I've never been Approached by one in my life I think light skinned guys Like me Not mixed race guys Brownings By the way You know Fola I'll stop this I know She likes mean. yellow boys No I don't Fola, She screams colorism She's a colorist I'm a <laughs> Fola likes lights. I mid. Do you know what? It's so fascinating <laughs> that you guys always say this. No, you do. No, the biggest colorist. Every time I see a yellow boy, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, every time we see like a brown guy, someone will be like, Fola, look. I'm like, shut up. I don't actually. I don't discriminate. So I like. I like. I've liked brown guys. Not. I've never liked like a proper light guy. I don't think. 
but I've liked brown guys mm. and dark guys. A mix. <laughs> Everybody can get some love. Everybody, yeah. Everyone's invited to the cookout. I don't see color. I don't see color. But yeah, no, mixed race guys don't like me. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of the last mixed race guy that I've come across. Yeah, no, they don't exist. They really don't um, no, exist. No, they're in the suntan bed. I'm telling you, they walk among they us. They love white girls. They actually walk among us. And that's true, they do like white girls. <laughs> and there's actually gonna... a lot of light-skinned um, black men who love dark-skinned women. That's another common mix that I see quite a lot. Light skin, the black men. Yep, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. Yeah, with the brownings I've been with, I'm like, mm, well yeah. Done. And they often like dark yeah. skin women. White men, oh my god, they do not. I've been approached by like two white men in my life, and I there was I one that's. I'm still confused by it. It was in Liverpool Street, and he was like trying to chat me up, and I said, "Oh, you're interested. <laughs> you're really trying to talk yeah. to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish okay. I could read the minds of white men who have fancied me. Like, mm. what are they thinking? How like, exotic Yeah do you know what I mean Are they thinking that Or are they actually just like She's beautiful She's hot Is All it... of the above No but I mean Are they Have there Has there ever been a white man Who's liked me mm. Just because he likes me Not because of oh, fetishizing Oh okay Just like she's nice I wonder Because I also have heard When mm. word on the curb is <laughs> yeah. That white men don't approach Black women Because they're a bit Worried that they're going to be Rejected sometimes oh, No I hear it And um also, it's not really their style of like the style of moving to that we're used to is not the style. Ah, uh, okay. That they do apparently. I don't know. Maybe they're more like mixed in terms of circles and stuff like that. Exactly. Work. Obviously, there's like the mm. lads who properly chat you up, but mm. I think sometimes they go about things a bit differently. Mm. So I'd be intrigued because perhaps there's a whole market out there <laughs> that I've excluded <laughs> because I just don't know that they're onto me. Perhaps. 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 Right, should we wrap up? Because let's wrap my nose that up. Is blocking for some reason. Oh, bless you. I'm allergic to this um, room. Oh yes, guys, we do actually have a heartbreak playlist. Um, oh yes, that we've created. Yes, we will share it. It's a mix. Follow shades my music a lot, but I like it. <laughs> she calls me I'm an old glad soul. You said that because <laughs> any song that you hear on there that you think, hmm? <laughs> just know it wasn't me. It wasn't. We'll have me. different music taste, ma'am. It wasn't me. <laughs> that might even be on there. No, here. <laughs> might be some shaggy on there. But I promise you, anything weird on there. That's me embracing me. my white side, by the way. Yeah. I, I, you know what? That playlist made me think, ah, mm, she is mixed. I am mixed race. <laughs> It's showing up now. It's actually jumping out <laughs> in different areas. There yeah. we go. <laughs> but enjoy. If you don't enjoy, sorry. No, no, I think you will enjoy it. It's good. It's good vibes. There's two of them. So there's the cause and the cure. Yeah. Um, but yeah anything we'll else to say? Church announcements? I don't have anything Oh, oh we didn't do who, who you'd slap. Oh, it was like, we're actually doing those. Like, yeah. Slappy slap slap. Who would you slap? Um, who would I slap this week? Oh, you go first. If you can slap the queen. <laughs> and go to jail <laughs> I would love to Nah No she's an old lady But I wish I could give her like A small Maybe a two finger slap Do you know what I mean Or a Chinese burn With <laughs> <laughs> her skin Oh no <laughs> That's even worse What the hell oh, A Chinese burn Rukia her skin is sagging You would rip or her maybe skin off her neck Yeah 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 Maybe flick one of the flaps Or tisteri Yeah no she Sorry, I just want to put that this out there in case anyone was looking at me sideways last week because I said <laughs> I said good for her. <laughs> Listen, yeah, she's a wicked witch. Please yeah. don't ever get me wrong. So banter, you know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> 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 
But yeah, in, I hope you guys have enjoyed your bank holiday weekend, actually. Yeah. Back to work now. So hopefully we've lifted your spirits as opposed to making you sad about how black or how mixed race you are. <laughs> <laughs> Blame the toxic submitter. Yeah. No, thank you for that, though. Yeah. Enjoyed Very it. thought-provoking combo. Like, yes. My kind of juicy stuff. Do you know what I mean? So keep these kinds of toxic thoughts coming. Make it really... Let's get toxic, guys. Yeah, let's get toxic. People are being, like, tame with their toxicity. I want your deepest, darkest toxic <laughs> thoughts. And you can submit it on your Finsta like yep. our other submitter did. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even that toxic, that one. Yeah. So create a new whole new account if you yeah. need to. Also, we were never going to share your profile. We don't even pre you. We just yeah. take your toxic thoughts off. And we had really good feedback from the last toxic thought, by the way. From oh, the girl God. who sent a really Oh, yeah, message. she did. She sent yeah. a really message. She spoke message. to her friends, by the way. Yeah, she yeah. did. And was a, there was an understanding. Yeah. They've they've sorted things. She said she feels much better. Yeah. Um, so yay! We're glad we can help. Hopefully, this week's submitter <laughs> is like, actually, yeah. maybe I will love on my mix. Don't come friends. for me. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally been reporting all your pictures on Insta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, Hopefully, best. there's some positivity to come from this one yeah. too. Right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. I'm black, I'm black, I'm black. Oh, shut up. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.